Hi, welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Huh? What's that? Oh, hold on. Somebody's at the door. I, I think it's a delivery person. Oh, yeah. Another Amazon delivery. Hey, speaking of which, do you remember the days before Amazon and Uber and Lyft, way back when regular mom-and-pop businesses used to deliver stuff to your home? I know, that seems like such a long time ago now. But there was a day, my friends, when we used to get milk deliveries, potato chips, ice cream, cleaning supplies, you name it, all brought to your front door, or side door, depending on your preference. And you didn't have to worry that some giant, mysterious, world-dominating megacorporation was running the whole show. One of my first memories growing up was having a whole truckload of coal delivered to our house right before winter set in. Those were the days when we still had a coal furnace, before the old man converted the house to gas. So in one section of the basement, a whole corner of the cellar was set aside as a coal bin. And the delivery driver just came up the driveway, set up a chute from the truck through the basement window, and deposited those small, tiny nuggets of black gold directly into the coal bin. It was quite an interesting procedure to watch, I tell you. It was also an extremely dirty job, and the coal dust tended to settle around the house in nooks and crannies and other places where someone had to constantly sweep out the room so he wouldn't leave black footprints on Mom's clean carpets. Well, after a few years of that nonsense, the old man finally decided to switch over to gas heat and replace the old coal bin with a brand new playroom and extra bedroom in the basement. Wow. And that ended that for the monthly adventure of watching the coal truck driver make his regular delivery. But there were other deliveries, too. Some of them didn't involve home delivery, like the good humor man and the Mr. Softy trucks that often cruise the neighborhood during the summertime. Ah, those were the days. We had our favorite spot down at the corner, next to the fire hydrant, where all of us neighborhood kids eagerly awaited the ice cream truck's arrival. And some of my spies report that they got other deliveries, like the weekly drop-off of a huge, round, two-gallon container of Charles chips. Man, that's a lot of potato chips. Either someone needed refreshments for their weekly bridge game, or those families were lucky enough to binge on all the chips and soda pop they could put down while watching Ozzy and Harriet on their black-and-white console TV. Did you know that Charles Chips has been around since 1942? That's quite a legacy, my friends. And then there were the other door-to-door salespeople who also delivered right to your front step, like the Avon lady, or the salesperson from Mary Kay, or the Fuller Brush Man. Speaking of which, I was always fascinated by how many different brushes, cleaning tools, and household gadgets they sold. Opening one of their catalogs was like taking a trip to Disneyland. (laughs) Our neighborhood also had a guy who went around in a truck and did on-the-spot sharpening of knives, lawnmower blades, and other tools. It was sort of like that guy in the old silent movies with a big stone sharpening wheel who was always sharpening his dagger or his long handlebar mustache. (laughs) What a job. What a job. 
As some of my other spies tell me, some folks also got their milk delivered early in the morning, fresh as can be from the local dairy. You'd usually have a small, insulated, aluminum-lined wooden box at your door, into which the delivery person would place big, sweaty, cold glass gallon jugs and quart bottles filled to the top with milk and cream, while taking away the empty used bottles in exchange. To this day, many folks fondly remember the wake-up call of hearing the sound of clinking bottles at the crack of dawn. Who needs an alarm clock when you have the milk delivery man to rouse you from dreamland? But the best home delivery story of all time had to do with a newspaper delivery. Extra! Extra! Stop the presses! Here's the latest news! Read all about it! When the old man signed up to have the local paper, the Elizabeth Daily Journal, delivered right to our front porch, he had no inkling of how that worked. Well, apparently, the publishing company had a habit of subcontracting the job of newspaper delivery to local vendors. Sure, we had kids on bicycles delivering papers, too. In fact, two of my friends, Ike and Oscar, both had paper routes. And occasionally, I'd help them out either folding the papers or helping them deliver them around the neighborhood. But that's a story for another time. When my old man arranged for home delivery, there was one private vendor who serviced our area. And this guy was a bit unusual in how he conducted his business. Number one, he drove an old beat-up panel truck that looked like it could have been a bread delivery truck at one time. Number two, he wasn't the only one in this operation. He also employed a half dozen or so teenagers who all crammed into the same small truck right along with him and went along with him every day on the delivery run. I can only guess they were probably there to fold all the newspapers for him. And that, I can tell you from experience, is a thankless job. Especially on those days when the newspaper was thicker than usual, crammed with supermarket flyers, advertising circulars, special holiday sections, and other extra material. Sometimes you literally had to have the strength of Superman to be able to bend and fold that many pages and keep the paper together without using any additional artificial fasteners like rubber bands. Back in those days, you'd be laughed out of the newspaper business if you tried using something so tacky and sophomoric as rubber bands. Well, anyway, I'm sure those kids had their hands full folding newspapers non-stop as their boss darted in and out of traffic. Which brings me to point number three. The newspaper guy always drove like a maniac. Either he was an evil Knievel wannabe, or he had a hot date after the delivery run, or maybe perhaps he just had such a large delivery route that he needed to speed through the streets like he did in order to get them all delivered on time. Because frankly, Newspaper subscribers can sometimes be an unforgiving bunch. Believe me, you wouldn't want to be on the phone when the complaints came in, because they could be awfully nasty. Well, as this madman on wheels careened down our otherwise peaceful side street, you could almost see all the teenagers hanging on for dear life as they attempted to throw the newspapers out the back door of the truck, aiming for lawns and front porches but not always hitting their mark. I was always amazed that he didn't lose more kids to centrifugal force as he made those sharp turns and quick stops. It never happened on our street, 
but my overactive imagination usually pictured teenage bodies being strewn all over the roadway while a second vehicle, an emergency rescue squad, brought up the rear and scooped them all up so they could go on and finish out their appointed rounds. Now if that vision isn't crazy enough, there was actually one fateful day that the kids on the delivery truck missed the target. They were speeding down our street as usual, tossing newspapers every yard or so, when suddenly the delivery truck driver swerved to miss a black cat that had somehow darted onto the road. At that very moment, the youngster who was supposed to throw the paper onto our neighbor's lawn was jerked against the truck interior, totally ruining his aim and resulting in an out-of-control newspaper that blasted off into the wild blue yonder like a foul ball in a Major League Baseball game. And unfortunately, instead of landing on the grass, it headed straight to old Mr. Smith's bay window. Oops! It was not a pretty sight, my friends. And from that day on, my old man decided it would be safer to have some kid on a bike delivering our paper instead of that crazy, evil Knievel in a speeding panel truck. <laughs> and that's all she wrote. That's how the picture window crumbles, my friends. You've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm Tom Nielsen. See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at A Look Behind and Rewind. And feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.